0: in the shadows the podcast where the shadow girls get together talk about stories storytelling and other strange things uh this episode is going to be slightly different because i'm joined not by a shadow girl but by potty
1: uh, hello uh, can i be spiritually a shadow girl
0: if you like <laughs>
1: uh, yeah uh, there's that what is it the native american the, the two spirit people yes I can be a two i can be a two spirit person
0: <laughs> you're spiritually a shadow
1: I'm spiritually, I'm spiritually a shadow of my former self
0: uh would you actually introduce yourself or um,
1: my name is Paddy holly as you can probably guess from the ridiculous accent uh i'm from county kerry small town of bally longford uh, bally longford is not very well known to people but some of its some of its sons are very well known there's poet Brendan Kennelly uh, former head of the English Department at Trinity College there's the O'Rahilly because he was the head of the O'Rahilly clan who was one of the heroes of 1916 and then there was first lord of the admiralty uh, Lord Kitchener the guy you you often see him on posters where your country needs you (laughs) he has the funny moustache oh is that Uh, him that, that that that's he's from the same town as I'm from
0: oh didn't know that
1: he, mind you, he he paraphrased uh, Wellington. Wellington uh, said about Dublin: just because you're born in in a barn doesn't mean you're a horse. <laughs> uh, Kitchener said: just because you're born in a, a sty doesn't mean you're a pig. Uh, so he was from Ballylongford, born and raised there, but uh,
0: not the biggest fan.
1: Not the biggest fan of. Yeah. So we're much we're much more proud of Brendan Kennelly, who was. He's, was quite happily from Longford and the Oraholy in <laughs> Kitchen.
0: And you're a you're a storyteller that's how we know each other.
1: Uh, yes, I've been a storyteller now in the Leprechaun Museum for 4 years. The time has just flown by. <laughs> um, story there's a good storytelling tradition in County Kerry and uh, we have that sh- the Shanekey center in stall and um, people People find as well with the Kerry accent that it is and the Kerry way of speaking that it is...
0: It's sort of half singing.
1: It's kind of, it's quite, yes, there's a certain musicality to it. Now South Kerry is the, the happy, cheerful songs <laughs> and North Kerry is the songs about death and uh, the rebellions. And uh, kind can of
0: anyone thing. guess which side Pordy comes from?
1: <laughs>
0: and uh, you're going to be telling us a story Um not the tawn
1: no no um people uh, people aren't always aware that there are a few tones.
0: oh just for anyone not from ireland yeah. uh we have this big story called the tawn which is basically a marital dispute and a civil war about stealing a cow
1: yes uh, the, there's two cows involved a lil king of connacht has a cow and um, but he had it's ha- a lovely cow. It's a lovely cow. It's a it's a great big bull. And uh, but he, his wife Maeve well, she has everything that uh, a lil has except for a great big bull. bull. And the she married a lil because she said he hadn't. Uh, and she doesn't like jealousy. She doesn't like there to be jealousy. He had no jealousy uh when they got married. They're having a bit of dis- dispute. She doesn't want to be jealous of him either, so they they set they're going to settle it essentially by stealing somebody else's giant bull. <laughs> now th- there's been some very interesting work done on the Todd recently from the perspective of um is may have only the villain in the tawn because she's a woman that was that was that's a that's a modern question
0: Mm. well she's not a very nice person but she she is like one of the few well-developed female characters Uh,
1: she yeah she's one of the few well-developed female characters in irish folklore but uh people say that really what maeve does is everything that a man does pretty much in irish folklore she's
0: a queen who rules like a king
1: Exactly, and the I kind of got interested in this because I wasn't quite sure were we underestimating the listeners to the Irish stories in the, because I don't think that these stories go back to pre-Christian Ireland. I don't think that they would have been satisfied with seeing Maeve as the villain in the tone Mm. simply because
0: she was the woman
1: she's a woman i think you're underestimating the listener and the thing about hero worship in old irish storytelling and is that villainy uh, in the sense of right and wrong in ancient ireland isn't the same
0: yeah it's sort of when you make you can do bad things but you have to do make right judgments or something
1: um, it's I, there's the only thing about saints. You're not a mm. saint just because you're uh, a good person. You always did the right thing from mm. a from the start of your life to the end. You uh, you're a saint because you did something particularly good in your mm. life. They don't. You're not expected to be perfect all of the time, and the same is true in Irish folklore, is that the heroes aren't expected to be, and the villains aren't expected to be good all from the time, all the time uh, or bad all the time
0: it's kind of like the weather it's a uh, you can never really tell when exactly night starts because you've got this long grey dusky period
1: yes yeah. and we
0: like our liminal spaces
1: we do we do we like our in between spaces um i was talking to tom tom is the owner of the museum recently we were talking about loch derg being a liminal space Mm. because it's supposed to be the gateway into purgatory (laughs) (laughs) which i i've nothing i i love the donegal people but um maybe you have maybe you have to live in donegal to uh come to the realization that the gateway to purgatory is in donegal well we do We, we love our we love our liminal spaces the, the other thing about the tawn is that when you're taught the tawn in school
0: You focus on Kuhulin.
1: You focus on Ku and you get very little of the the side stories. So it does maybe to the person who has just picked up the tawn in school, mm. it does seem as if a little bit like Maeve and a. lil are the villains of the tawn mm. even though all they really do is want to steal a cow yeah it's you sort uh, of
0: need ten backstories to yeah. to know what's going on and
1: uh and the cattle raid of Frech is uh is one of the backstories that really uh shows that mave isn't mave is a, uh, Maeve is a, a pro- properly villainous but a lil a is a real um,
0: yeah he um before i i read this i sort of thought aliola. Oh, yeah, he's, he's not too bad. I mean, he's he's open to Maeve having an unconventional relationship. And then I read this and I was like, oh, this is a completely different view on Aalil. Uh, oh, uh,
1: uh, he's he's a nasty piece of work.
0: He is. He was um, before they actually we could do a whole episode on, on just Queen Maeve. But he was Maeve's third husband and uh, he'd been her bodyguard before. Yes. And uh, did they do they murder her for her second husband or did he murder her father? Um, he he killed someone to get to marry Maeve.
1: Um, her is, is her second uh, husband is Krohor Nessa.
0: Oh, I thought he was the first. I thought there was a, a one in between.
1: Maybe I know, yeah. it's. I thought the the first one. We used to say that the first one was so boring that nobody <laughs> could totally remember, remember anything th- about him.
0: I think I think we will need to have you back and grab Chenault and just do a whole thing on Queen Maeve.
1: Yeah, that would be nice. And yeah. her
0: stories. She's got a lot of great stories. A lot of very inappropriate stories. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that are yes, great fun to tell.
1: Yeah, yeah definitely. Um,
0: so uh, this this cattle raid. Um,
1: but the funny, it's called the cattle raid of Freak. So but the cattle raid is kind of the incidental bit. Of, yeah, yeah, at the uh, end.
0: Yeah. And there's a lot of story cattle raid stories and torn stories where they were sort of the westerns.
1: Yeah, it's a whole it's a whole genre. We that's why we say the torn to. Uh, the important Maybe one, the big the, one, the tone, the, the cattle raid of Cooley. Freck is well; he's a connacht hero. Mm-hmm. And he's um,
0: he's half fairy or
1: half he, god. He is, he is uh his, well it's it's a it's a weird family tree. <laughs> um, he's he's a nephew of Bowen, uh, the river Bowen. He's a nephew of the a river of a river. Uh,
0: well, given that the kings in Ireland used to have to consummate their marriage to the land. It's not yeah. not that implausible.
1: No, no, and uh like in Japanese folklore it would uh it would make perfect it, sense. Perfect sense, yeah. Uh in the in Shinto. His father is a mortal, his father's name is Idath and but his mother is Beffund of the She. Mm. And uh that's that's important because the fairies are said to be incredibly wealthy.
0: Mm. They they live underground with all the precious metal and gems and yes they love shiny uh, stuff.
1: Uh, it's also important that he's half fairy in that it makes him incredibly handsome.
0: Oh yeah, there's long passages describing how good looking he is. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: it makes him it makes him very handsome. He if if you want some kind of real world connection to him, uh, his uh, his grave is the cave of cats. Oh, in Tolskin in Roscommon, mm. that when they were doing the investigations into it, they found the Omics uh, inscription. It says uh, that here, li- here, here lies essentially uh, Frey, son of M- M- Maeve. It says, which oh. is, mm. Mm. which is uh, why he's son of Maeve uh, uh, is, will, will become, yeah, will become a bit clearer. Uh, he's said to be as I said he's said to be the most handsome man in Ireland he's L- gorgeous gorgeous and uh, then Maeve and a daughter Findavar,
0: of the Fair Eyebrows
1: Findavar of the Fair Eyebrows she hears that it, the manuscript says that she loves him because of the stories she's heard about him mm. which kind of makes sense in like you know those
0: it's like a celebrity crush thing.
1: It is, yeah. yeah. Those those people, those girls and people who love One Direction, that yeah. kind of thing because of the, the stories and about them.
0: he's become a fictional character and everyone just goes on about how gorgeous he is.
1: Yes, yeah. Uh, so you kind of see why you would. Yeah. Freyck hears that uh, Finderbar likes him. The, the match is pleasing to him. And he goes to his people to ask for permission. They agree, and when he gets permission from his people, he asks for a dowry. He asks his aunt for a dowry, his aunt, the, the river, river. <laughs> the river Boyne, for a dowry.
0: And she uh, gives him cows.
1: She gives him cows, she gives him lots of cows.:
0: She gives him 12 cows, and they're white with red ears.
1: White with red ears, exactly is- right
0: very important and and cows in ancient ireland were the thing to have
1: yes it's very on it's tough for us to put ourselves in that kind of sense because cows are so mundane Mm. to us especially in ireland but they are like they are the a good strong bull is the hummer of its day (laughs) or the 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 rolex watch or, or whatever you want to
0: but she doesn't just give him cows, she gives him nice lots, clothes. Lots
1: of stuff. Yeah. So, for, from Mag Brig, which is uh, their their seat in County Meath, um, she gives him a hundred fine cloaks uh, in blue and grey, a mm. hundred brooches of red gold, red gold, um, as we call it rose gold today, a mm. hundred white tunics. White is very, a good white is very tough to come across. Yes. And uh, to keep. Yeah, and to keep. So if you have a white tunic, it's particularly wealthy. 50 shields decorated with gold. 50 lances uh, with silver and gemstones. 50 whips. Uh, interesting. And seven hunting dogs on silver chains.
0: With golden apples on the chains. Gold, yeah. For reasons.
1: I We have dogs in Kerry and you have dogs. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and i'm not sure silver would be a very good chain for them but
0: no um maybe it's silver plate
1: maybe maybe yeah.
0: and he seems to go off with 50 of his his mates from his household and dress them all up in these finery
1: oh yeah they have fine gray horses three trumpeteers go in front of them and uh, three jesters and three harpists it, it reminds me a little bit and this is part of the reason I like this story it reminds me of the scene in Aladdin
0: oh yes it's the,
1: the <laughs> Prince Ali you know mm, is he. Ali of Agba
0: so they make a they make a mighty fine entrance
1: they make one hell of an entrance and everyone comes out from the list at Rath Krogan uh, where Maeve and Elil obviously were living and this this is this is something that we don't always tell people about in the museum but there is there is a whole uh, thing in Irish folklore about random people dying for stupid reasons.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh, and a number of people die for very stupid reasons in this yeah. story.
1: Oh. Yeah. So 16, 16 men are 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 killed in the press of bodies just to see the procession. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone comes up to see and 16 people die. I don't know is that because
0: they're all crowding together yeah. or is it they're just so amazed by the sight that they die of jealousy?
1: Yeah. It maybe the ancient world didn't have great crowd control.
0: I'm uh, I'm imagining they didn't.
1: Yeah, maybe there was a maybe there was a bit of a, a stampede. And then one man described seeing the procession and this is one of my favorite images as Putting your head into a vat of wine and <laughs> inhaling the vapors—it was just so. Right. It was. It was out of this world.
0: Oh wow!
1: And Lil of course, does the usual kingly thing. You know, this is a fine noble youth. Here is a quarter of my house. I give you for your party. That—that that is a little. On the face of it. Showing um, great
0: hospitality yeah. and being a good king. and
1: The Harpers play for, for Maeve and the Lil and the manuscript. Again, this is more people dying for stupid, stupid. reasons.
0: But the, the three Harpers, they're, they're brothers and uh, I can't pronounce the names in Irish, but they are the Sorrow Strain, the Joy Strain and the Sleep Strain, which are said to be the three great... Musical tunes of the Dagda that he plays on his harp.
1: Uh, we have the obviously the modern harp is the symbol of Ireland, but mm. the Dagda's harp was was uh, only the Dagda could play right. it, and it broke off in several directions for each of the the three winds. Yeah. We'd only three winds in Ireland yeah. in those days, and <laughs> to make do with three, twelve people die of sadness, <laughs> yeah. over overcome oh, by, by the, the music, beauty.
0: and uh, but they're playing the music of childbirth, which is an interesting choice yeah so they start with um, the sorrow strain which is the the pain of the mother in childbirth and then the joy when she holds her child and then the sleep of the two together no. which is interesting choice especially when you're you're coming to woo a young woman uh, you're sort of saying this is what could be in store for you
1: yeah there's that and there's well Freak's family is obviously very matriarchal mm. Bone is the, the goddess oh, is. is the head of the family and then his his mother is of the she and the the father is 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 third, third in, the, in hierarchy. the hierarchy um so, so sort of
0: honoring the female
1: so maybe it's the the harper's best tunes are the 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 tunes around are things about childbirth and motherhood and uh, that kind of thing um now everything is everything is wine and roses. Mm. They're playing their their fiddle, their their ancient Irish chess, and they're having a great time. And days go by and
0: weeks and go by.
1: Weeks go by. And he and
0: says, "I'll stay another week." And he stays another two weeks.
1: Uh, and they start to uh, stay his welcome, and everything is going well until they start discussing the wedding and yeah. how much they're going to sell yeah. their daughter for. Yeah. Well, he
0: finally has a after being there for ages, he finally has a, con- a conversation. I don't know if that's conversation in quotes with uh, yeah. Finnevar of the Fair Eyebrows down by the river.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's um, he is trying to get her to elope with him. Yeah. To and run away with says,
0: him. No, I'm not going to elope. I'm, I'm a princess. Yes. And we have to do everything I think, officially. The book.
1: But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to give you this uh, magic ring Uh, to to. To have and to keep, not really quite explained why the ring is magic, other than it—it's
0: it's just a magic ring. It's
1: just—it's just a magic ring.
0: If a princess gives you a ring, it's a magic ring.
1: That's true. That's very true. So now things are going very badly because uh, um, he obviously has a lot of wealth, mm-hmm, which is displaying
0: which quite he, prominently.
1: Yeah, uh but while he has an awful lot of wealth. He has no political power. Mm. Uh, the gods of ancient Ireland, they're well and truly defeated. They're nice to have around. Their culture, in some extent, is, is superior. Their wealth is superior. But they have no political power. And if they give Fyndivar to Freik, then if they give Fyndivar to Freik, then all of the other kings would be would be annoyed and mm. pissed off so they so they plan so Maven and Lil essentially they plan to seize the dowry and to kill him yep But they they can't do it in the house uh because that would break the uh the codes of hospitality
0: which were very important.
1: Very important in throughout the ancient world really. Yeah. Uh you when someone came into your house they were safe. So instead they they plan to do it while they were while they're bathing. Mm. Uh because that's technically away from the house, that's outside. Uh, so they're they're all down by the river, they're all bathing together and and, may, and Elil says to Freak uh the, you're a
0: great swimmer aren't you
1: yeah it is declared to me that you are good in water <laughs> which is
0: <laughs> an interesting way to phrase it
1: yeah uh so go out there essentially and show off for us yeah. and uh, he
0: strips off and all the people are gathered around and they, <gasps> oh uh, look at the look at his skin and his muscles and yeah. he, and the, find of ours they having a having a good go up
1: yeah so he goes, Elil, uh, and then Maeve. Then while he's out showing off for the people, they go through his things, <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, which is part of the the sense that these 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 guys are just nasty, yeah. and they they find they find the magic ring. Doth thou recognize this? Says Elil. and I do, says Maeve, and he then it just, just in a fit of pique flings the ring into the water
0: where a salmon conveniently leaps Uh, up
1: the first the ring uh, the sunlight glints off the ring Mm. and uh, this draws freak's attention he sees the salmon swallow the ring because it's important Mm. that he knows where the ring is where the ring is and he he catches he catches the he catches the salmon in his bare hands in his bare hands (laughs) which It's impossible I'm sorry <laughs> I my mother comes from salmon fisheries people and you it just it couldn't be done I know there's that whole trout tickling thing but yeah, uh, yeah.
0: A, a salmon is not a trout
1: no they're 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 jumpers he come he comes ashore and uh, without with the salmon without Maeve or a little really Noticing. guessing that he's done anything more than uh then catch dinner
0: yeah
1: which is you know nice nice, great salmon nice, nice. we'll have some salmon for dinner it'll be lovely and uh, Freik emerges from the water he's just gorgeous uh, people Sunlight
0: like glinting off him and yeah, the, people going oh he's so unblemished and
1: yeah it's great the body of great whiteness the hair of great loveliness the face of great beauty the eye of great greyness uh, the toes, a great toadist. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a beautiful young half fairy man without blemish. Without like clothing. Without clothing. He's casually grabbing the tree for balance with with its red berries. Now, red berries in Ireland, um uh, red berries in Ireland usually come they come on the roan and the holly. Uh but when do the red berries come out?
0: Winter normally.
1: Winter normally. So that's so, so they're bathing. In, you know, yeah, they're he, tough. <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't
0: seem uh, perturbed by the cold. No, at he's no one remarks on
1: it. No. And so the the he ho- he's holding the berries up. He's just holding onto the tree. So the berries are between him and Findabar and i i liken it to it's to me i picture it's like a Troy (laughs) of video or something with all the with this this beautiful young person and uh with all of this fabulous beautiful imagery going on and and in that moment um she's in love essentially she's willing to do anything Mm for him and it's it, the beauty, the beauty is important. I'm not just mm. waxing lyrical about some a beautiful young man. The beauty is important because of what what essentially is, happens next. What happens next? uh, Elil, uh meanwhile uh, has come up with a cunning scheme.
0: Uh, uh, as cunning as a fox. Who was a professor of cunning in Oxford University?
1: Yes, that cunning. And um, little says to him, "Oh." Uh, those berries you have there are nice, but the berries over there on that tree on are, the far
0: side of the river
1: on the far side of the river are a lot sweeter they're a lot nicer and uh, Freak is still showing off for Findevar at this stage, so he agrees to go out and get the other berries completely unaware that living in the water at the base of the tree is a dragon a dragon an enormous uh slithery dragon
0: or a paste
1: or a paste that's like an enormous serpent a serpent of great power freke is entangled in in the dragon in the great beast and there's, there's a lot of slithering and sliding and trying to Trying to escape
0: while holding on to the berries,
1: while holding on to the berries, never lets go of the berries. And he calls out to findabar Let a sword come from you to me. So uh, enchanted is she that she strips off, betrays her parents in that moment, mm-hmm. leaps into the water with her father's sword, nothing Freudian going on <laughs> there, and uh her father now realizing what happens what's happening let's fly a three-pronged spear a trident and the manuscript tells us that the, the trident passes through two of the tresses in her hair which is a marvelous image mm. you know, we have Aquaman is in the cinema <laughs> at the moment with the with the spear traveling through the tresses and Trake takes this sword from findevar and chops up the serpent with great slashes. The parents are flabbergasted because, A, the beast was supposed to be unkillable, mm-hmm. and B, what what do they do now? He has the sword, he has the daughter, he He's has... killed the, a monster. He's killed Everyone's a seen it. Everyone's seen it. He could be king in their stead yeah. at this moment. Those are the kind of things that kingship uh, swings on yeah. in the ancient world. And Frey agrees to retire at this point to get some uh, pampering. Yeah from fairy women and yeah, they, uh 50 fairy women in green tunics emerge from the from the dune and they, they take him away to get some special treatment
0: give him a nice bubble bath and yes they gather around the bath to rub him and
1: sigh <laughs> <laughs> feed him peeled grapes uh he's carried away by the the the, the, the fairy maidens as i said and uh, a little uh, says to freke on uh, before he goes that or as he's leaving that he repents we're very sorry clearly you've done something very impressive but secretly while he is repenting he's planning to kill his daughter for her treachery yep and that is the moment that you realize about-
0: oh we've just been joined by a bunbury
1: we've just oh i love it God. doggo yeah
0: it's it's not really an episode of the podcast and this is at least one dog <laughs>
1: yeah. are
0: you gonna stay
1: with us are you gonna behave he, the, the, he looks properly serious which is good, which is good. yeah it's a it's a it's serious topic
0: Snuffles. Snuffles. Yeah, she's she's coming for the for the interesting bit
1: yeah yes that's true um So Elil is planning to kill his daughter for her treachery, which is uh, part of the reason why I'm so convinced that the nasty character is because A, Elil is killing his daughter and B, Maeve is pretty okay with it.
0: Yeah, Ah, she's she's got a load of kids. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So many she names all the sons the same.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, the salmon is brought in for dinner and Elil calls in his daughter saying, Daughter, bring me the ring i gave thee my warriors would like to have copies made for their beloved Mm -hmm. and if they can't have copies made for their beloveds they're going to kill you (laughs) in reality a lil has of course ordered his guards to kill his daughter yeah and uh, fully aware that the ring is gone fake returns uh hero of the hour lifted in on a on a into the list on a on a golden throne by another 50 fairy women there's always 50 fairy women just hanging around they've got nothing better to do (laughs) i wouldn't mind but all of the all of the older stories tell us that the fairies were bad at um, reproducing so they weren't they weren't weren't great on the old horizontal tango. Yeah,
0: so the, there's only 50 fairy women. And this is why they can't reproduce, because they're all busy carrying <laughs> around these These, these heroes. heroes,
1: yeah, who actually want human women. Freyk is essentially saying to ae hey, look at everything I could give you. Have you carried around by 50 fairy women? I could <laughs> give you a golden throne. Why do you want just one ring? What's so special about the ring? and it's my uh, precious it's my precious <laughs> and, uh a little won't budge he says no other ring but this will do and then freke says to him what if i could give you the ring right now and then uh, thinks pauses for a moment he thinks he's bluffing surely mm-hmm. he's stalling he's someone has gone out to look for the uh, yeah the ring someone's
0: and, dredging the lake yeah so a
1: little just retorts, well, if I could have the ring right now, you could have my daughter and my blessings, as long as you come with me to fight the great bull at Cooley with all of your bulls. <laughs> and wouldn't it be great? We'd be very happy family then if you could just give, give me, me the, the ring, ring right now. The fairy women sigh, the harper strike a court. There's a pop. The mouth of the salmon opens and the ring falls out. And Freak, proud as punch, says, well, I guess we're going to Cooley. So <laughs> he takes his new bride back to Magbrig, back to their lovely matriarchal society. And, uh, and the
0: story would end there, uh, except his mum shows up.
1: His mum show- shows up uh, to tell him.
0: Look, while you were gone... um." Bunch of fellas came and they nicked your cows.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All of the cattle have been stolen. Uh, he he meets Conall Uh Conall Cárnach is a is a very strange figure in Irish folklore because he's he at one moment he's a man, the next moment he's a god. He's been associated with everyone from Crom to Córneus. and one of those. And a shadowy figures in Irish folklore that nobody's quite sure when they were born or when they mm, died. If they died. Yeah, if they died. Yeah, and uh, they go on the hunt.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. and it's not just his cows that have been stolen; it's also his wife and three sons.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Because, uh, despite going off on this adventure to to get a wife, he he already had one.
1: Yes. Um, and they have
0: been married. They they'd been together apparently for eight years.
1: Yeah. The uh the manuscript basically says he's in what he's been after eight years he was in want of a wife,
0: which I assumed meant he'd been single for eight years, and people were going, "Look, it's been long enough." Uh,
1: no, it it, it it. They they polygamy was was the way the to go. Yeah, way to go, and not necessarily um, uh, always uh, men and a number of women either. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes uh, Mave Mave is yeah. Maeve is the prime example there. So they go on the hunt, Conall Canock, the bit of a, a boy's cruise, and they make it all the way to a place that is very rarely mentioned in Irish folklore.
0: The Alps. The
1: Alps. <laughs> they, because why not? <laughs> the, why not indeed? And this is where things start to get... like. There's a number of stories in the Irish tradition where the ending just gets strange barmy yeah, yeah this
0: this is all like the last paragraph
1: yeah so the so in the last paragraph after everything going on the boys have gone in on the hunt for cattle that have been stolen
0: and uh, a wife which and, they seem less concerned about <laughs> than the cows
1: <laughs> and the they've made it all the way to the alps and who should they meet outside of the place where the cows and the wife were being kept?
0: A well, shepherdess.
1: Who just so happens to be from...
0: Connacht. Ulster. Connacht. No, Ulster. 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 Ulster.
1: Ulster, yeah. And his uh, host people is known to Connacht and and she.
0: Well, that's the thing about the Irish people. We all know each other. Somehow. <laughs> it's like, I think, my, I think my granny went to school with your, your great uncle.
1: Yes. Uh, we're all connected.
0: Yeah. It's uh, one big and incestuous and island.
1: Yes, like uh, El-, El-, El El Elner, i had been wor- used to work with us in the mm-hmm. museum and uh, for years. And uh, one day, I, I was just we were just going through her connections to to Valley Longford, and I'd been working with her for years. And I said, "Are we related?" <laughs> 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 Probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's the weirdest thing, and the the cattle are being held in a fortress in the alps essentially but it's not just any old fortress it is a fortress surrounded by an enormous snake we've
0: got another dragon a or
1: paced and you would think mm. that this would be a bother that this would cause them trouble
0: or that this would at least be two paragraphs
1: that this would at least be two paragraphs but no The manuscript tells us that Konal Karnak, the shadowy figure that nobody can figure out when he was born or when he died, just opened his girdle. Yep. And the serpent dived in (laughs) and was never heard from again.
0: (laughs) Which is just bizarre. (laughs) Yeah. He opened his belt and the snake vanished.
1: I do because we had it with the pursuit of Deermans and Grania. Yeah. You have the gentleman who takes a, a puppy, a puppy out of his, his pocket, pair, out of his. Uh, so I do think if like like their belts or their girdles so in the were like something interdimensional, or, yeah, <laughs> where yeah, just something where you like kept things like Mary a, Poppins's bag. bag, yeah, yeah, uh, and it just the story just peters out. And,
0: yeah, they, they get the cows, they get the wife, they get the kids, they go back, and then he goes off and uh, fights in, in the other torn, in the big torn.
1: In the big town. And dies. And dies, and is... Carried,
0: carried off by 50 fairy women.
1: Dressed in green.
0: So we've just been waiting for this moment.
1: <laughs> I do want... How are they organised, do they have, like? Fifty fairy women? Do they have an? Do they have a club or something? I I, <laughs> I don't know. they practice? <laughs> they they
0: practice carrying because fifty women to carry one man, so are they each doing like holding like a finger like that light as a feather stiff as a board?
1: Maybe or maybe like you know, when they say fifty women, women to carry him away, there's there's like six women to hold him up. Uh, six, six women, women to keen. in front
0: to keen, six yeah. women behind to keen, six women to find out which direction they're going, and
1: six women to to sing sad songs and
0: six women to throw petals around the place,
1: burn incense, yeah, that kind of thing. It's a
0: big big procession. Yeah.
1: It's a little. Uh, there's a river involved. That's how they they mm. they. Um, uh,
0: yeah, because he, he uh, is killed by Cuchulainn in a river, uh, yeah. which sort of since his aunt at least is a river. Kind of yeah. makes it very circular.
1: Yeah, he's going. He's going back. Uh, to the. He's going back into the the mother of his family, yeah. essentially.
0: And it, it's slightly King It It is because when, when he when he dies, he is carried off by these mysterious women, uh, or when he dies, quotes.
1: Yeah, uh, sets sets off for Avalon, yeah. by, carried off by the women.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's the the cattle raid. The afraid. cattle raid.
0: with with the actual cattle raid is just this sort of little bit that's tacked on to the end
1: (laughs) I I quite I uh, obviously the most of the action is in the middle yeah the with the 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 salmon and the the moments that really appeal to me are the are the the moment um, when he's getting out of the water obviously he's so beautiful that she falls in love Love. and like she's
0: been enamoured of him but now it's now it's love
1: yeah and the 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 kind of the moment where Ailill thinks he's bluffing, yeah. but he doesn't have the ring, and the the salmon just pops, Ta-da. and the ring falls out. That to me, that to me is uh, is.
0: It's got some great images.
1: Yeah, it's it's beautifully, it's beautifully written as well. Mm. Uh, the the language of it is quite.
0: Yeah. It's a nice, it's a nice story, and one that doesn't get. I didn't know it until you you mentioned it. and I looked uh, it up.
1: Well, it's 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 part of it is that it's too. It's rather long yeah. for the work that we do. Yeah. Uh, to to tell, and uh, the other part of it is, you can only um, uh, you can only tell it to people like ourselves and to to you, good listeners who, yeah. uh, who, who are who
0: are who are interested and have a have a vague. Sort of knowledge because you have to sort of explain the whole thing about okay, there's fairies, and there's lots of kings, yes, and uh, and there's cows.
1: And the fairies aren't who you think the fairies, fairies are. are, and the the goddess of the river Boyne is also a, a fairy, yeah, and
0: yeah, there's this sort of weird divide between fairies and gods, and yeah. sort of where they mix.
1: Yeah, uh, the Morrigan is one of the two who did on it as well, one, one yeah. of the fairy folk. And the Bav, the Warrior and Brace obviously and all of these gods of ancient Ireland. Except for Lou, who's half and half.
0: Yeah. Isn't Brace also half and half? His um his mum was a princess whose name I can't remember and she was just lying on the sea one day when a again, a gorgeous man got out of the water and said, Well, how about it? <laughs> and they um they did the business and he said, oh, by the way, you're pregnant now and I'm a Fomorian prince. See you in a couple of years.
1: Yeah. What well, is tough to, to put down as well is the size and shape of the Fomorians.
0: Oh, yeah. They're, um, sometimes they are giants and sometimes they are men with one leg, one eye, one arm, <laughs> just hopping about the place. That's and true. sometimes they are beautiful men coming out of the sea.
1: Or beautiful girls living in glass towers.
0: Yeah, they seem very, very sea focused, though. Yeah. Which uh, and we said before when sort of these stories were being written down by monks, there may have been uh, some association with Vikings. These when they were sort of demonising them, these raiding people coming from the sea.
1: Yes, Uh, the Vikings quite tall.
0: Quite tall, blonde hair. No. Or fiery red hair.
1: I imagine to the people in the ancient world as well, people who were getting a nutritious diet were very strange. Were very strange. You yeah. have protein. Yeah. <laughs> very strange indeed.
0: Yeah. So um, that is the story of uh, what's the name of it again? I can't pronounce it. The
1: cattle raid of frich
0: Or the bow von. B- I I can't speak Irish. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even try to speak oh, Irish. Oh well. Uh, we're going to have to have Polly back to have a full discussion on Queen Maeve. Yes. Uh, villain, hero or somewhere in between. Yeah. So, uh, this has been Silence from the Shadows. I've been Emily Collins.
1: I've been Polly Holly.
0: Are you still Polly Holly?
1: Yes, yes, I'm still Polly right. Holly.
0: Right. And uh, if you want to follow us, we're on Facebook and Instagram as Tales from the Shadows. Twitter at Tales Shadows. We have a theatre thing called Tales from the Shadows and I thought it would be simpler to have the same social media and it's just caused confusion for myself <laughs> uh, we're also on Patreon and um, if you have any thoughts, comments, queries get in touch uh, with us uh, you can like,
1: reach me at Ali's Best that's B-A-L-L-Y-S-B-E-S-T on Twitter oh yeah, uh, feel free to ask me any questions there
0: yeah because Porty is a he is a well of knowledge oh thank you with a with a salmon living at the bottom crunching hazelnuts yeah and goodbye goodbye